Hi, everybody. My name is Sarita Chaparral, and I am not your mother's realtor. And this is my podcast, Shit Just Got Real Estate. And as always, I'm joined by my best friend and co-host, Megan Osberger. Hello, everyone. We have really exciting guests today. My favorite. Yes, we have Sarita's friends and clients, George and Steve, and my kind of friends. I feel like really connected yeah. with you guys after bonding that night at her birthday party. So I didn't want to like separate myself, but. All friends. Absolutely. That's a fantastic (laughs) night. Sarita, I think that was the night that you had an ankle incident too. Yeah, (laughs) it's a little fuzzy for me. (laughs) Those parties kind of ran together. I had um, for our guests in uh, our international market and people joining us in Dubuque, I had a backyard during COVID, which was highly sought after because I was able to actually have people over, which was really wonderful. And a part of that was people getting to meet. So like Megan got to meet George and Steve. And I know Megan fell in love with Steve. George is great. Don't get me wrong. but I, I feel both. like you guys had uh but I do still feel like <clears throat> an idiot for not renting out a movie theater to watch Jurassic Park with both of you. I know. I know it was a big missed opportunity on my end. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we yeah, so I've known you guys for just a hot minute, uh basically COVID friends. I met you guys um through kickball at the beginning of I guess like when we got out of quarantine last year, right? Is that the first time we met in the summer? I would say before. I think we're two years now. Two years? Right before quarantine, I think. Quarantine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, time is flying. Um, And you guys were sort of searching for properties. So your search was a little different. You guys want to talk a little bit about how this went from zero to 100 real fast? Well, the the week that we put the offer in, at the beginning of the week, our mind was 50-50, let's move out to Denver so we can have that good old-fashioned outdoor mountain lifestyle, or stay in Chicago so we can be close to family and friends with no anticipation, no no expectation of buying anytime soon. That was Monday. By Wednesday, we put an offer in. (laughs) Yeah. We kind of did that too, but so were had you? Was this the first place you saw? Or second place you saw. The second, yeah, they only saw two we places. Even, we even got drunk on Sunday and semi broke up just a little bit. <laughs> and then we put an offer on Wednesday. George, we'll tell the story in, in order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was a whirlwind of a week. Yeah. Well, so (laughs) I guess um, to kind of backtrack it a little bit, a few months before we saw the property you guys are currently moved into right now. Yeah. yeah, So it happened. Um, So before that, we saw, ooh, la, 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 la. Um, We saw one property together and that property was really interesting. I actually, it ended up not being for you guys. So I took another buyer back to see it wrote an offer, couldn't come to terms, but it was really helpful. I always tell clients, like, even if you just want to peek at something, I always find it really helpful. So like in this case, it was not for you. And I had somebody else I thought might be interested in it. And it was for them. Um, now it didn't come to be, but I always tell people like, yeah, hit me up for anything. And, uh, that was kind of an interesting. And the only other one you saw besides the one you're living in. (laughs) We, we planned on like, you know, seeing several other ones you know as we were gradually trying to figure out what we wanted to do when we 
as we grow up and get older. I didn't um, know you don't I need to apologize for being efficient, is what I would say. Great point. Great point. But so it was Monday morning, uh, you know, after a, a long Monday at work, we're laying in bed, about to go to bed. Our faces aglow with phone screen light. And uh, George says, have a look at this and shows me a post on Zillow. And I really dug it. The text Sarita, we, we text you at, I think at 11.30 a, a p.m., you know, reasonable hour. <laughs> oh, I thought, we t- I thought we texted that night. I know you said Monday morning. Oh, oh sorry. My time. Sure. Uh, that evening. That night, and yeah. Then, yeah, and then we had a showing the Tuesday afternoon. And we were trying to figure out what the catch was. It seemed really great for the price. Um, uh, and it just, it was, it was beautiful. Location is great. It was in the uptown neighborhood, which we've always believed in. Um, and you guys have like a hundred porches, right? I looked at all of the pictures. It's one big, <laughs> a one big, one big deck. There's we a like big to deck. Call it a deck. A deck. <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> we just have a big, just a big deck. It's just a big deck. It's a big deck. I'll have to send you a picture of our big deck. Don't <laughs> send you a deck pack. <laughs> well, but we were trying to figure out what the catch was of this property because yeah. the owners had only the previous owners, the sellers, yeah. had only owned this thing for like. 18 months max like they bought last year pre-pandemic and now it had been about 18 months and they were going to sell so the like there was no explanation on that at all it wasn't like someone got so okay like yeah let's get into this a little bit so go ahead steve we eventually found out, but it was a mystery the entire process. What is it? What's around the corner? There's got to be some, you know, like skeleton closet that we didn't know it was going to be. Put you on edge. When we first came in and saw the place, um, they told us that the couple, I the, the couple had a, they had an 18 month old and they had a small child. And they're oh. like, hey, we are, they wanted to move back to the suburbs to be closer to, to their family for help. Oh. Well, great. But we were also like, what's going on? Because they, they redid the floors, they put in new appliances, washer, dryer, and they redid the guest bathroom. So it's like, why are you going to put that much money into it in a year and then just kind of like get up and leave? Mm-hmm. So we were always waiting for like that gotcha moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like, are they going to tell yeah. me there's like a huge special assessment or something, right? I mean, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then when we, when we did our closing day, they apparently had their Q4 HOA meeting and someone knocked on our door, invited us to the HOA meeting. So we went to go see that. Really cool. They, the, HOA, the HOA is very on point. It's it's up to date. Really great communication. Loved the meeting. But in the meeting, it turns out that in 2020, some interesting things happened in uptown. Like someone moved by the doorstep. There was a naked man running up and down the street. And the couple here just decided, hey, this is a little bit too crazy for us. Well, I thought you meant that they pooped by the doorstep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Wait. <laughs> They're literally shitting on their property at this point. Like, and then wow. they get out of here. And then they skip town. 
Okay. Oh, okay. Just so let's, let's actually take a step back. Cause we didn't talk about a couple of things that happened. So in terms of like the waiting every minute of this deal, uh, first of all, you haven't seen a lot of properties and then you go into this property zero to a hundred real fast. They were complete dickheads about the negotiation, right? Like, so from the start, I felt, yeah, I felt like they were like, this is our price, you know, take it or leave it. Um, and I had a hard time with this because I loved the space. I thought this was like, an ideal location and place for me. It offered basically a room to grow. It's everything that you guys should have for a property. And I also had an affinity for it. I mean, heated parking, a big deck, like, you know, yeah. all of, yeah. Fireplace. All of this. Yeah. Fireplace. Fire. Yeah. I mean, just completely <laughs> wonderful, new appliances, everything. So there was always that like, uh Oh, what's going to happen here. Um, and then we get to the inspection and we walk up to the building and there is eagle eyes over here yeah you see it george tell us what you saw it's uh so on the third story outside hanging out the window it says i think it says uh water leak on a 12 by 8 piece of paper big sign yeah just above above the third floor person right above our unit and i was like what's that and then i remember like when we brought the realtor, the realtor goes, what? I don't see the water leak. And like, we're like, it's right there. And we pointed right up to him. And he looked at every other window, but the exact <laughs> window that it was. And it's like, no, <laughs> right there. Yeah. And he's just like, what's going on? Where? I don't <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah you can't you can't cheat at will where's yeah. waldo like, yeah right yeah a hundred percent yeah <laughs> well and i was looking i guess like i definitely need glasses so i was actually having a hard time reading what it said and yeah. then when we got closer i was like oh yeah that says water leak real big on a sign this is yeah. not there for your first showing or for your showing but it is there for the inspection is that right well we were there at night for the first showing so like yeah. it had already been it was like dust like the sun was setting like it was like a beautiful sunset but i don't think we were able to see like very specifically that sign yeah 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 okay. yeah so first i mean that's like a trigger right there right <laughs> yeah, like that's that's a huge red flag because you walk into the property and you're like oh shit all that stuff we were talking about like why are they why have they only owned it for 18 months and now they're selling and they basically sort of didn't finish their rehabs you know with the you know maybe oh we got just the photo. One minute. Decline. Oh, la la. I like that photo, Steve. That's a good photo. Very I handsome. Look, I look professional and respectable. <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was like a huge indicator. And then, um, you know, we tried to work with them on like, hey, do you know anything about this? And their <laughs> sellers were like, nope don't know anything, don't even see a sign. The agent couldn't find the sign. Yeah, right yeah. <laughs> we know <Yeah>. nothing. <laughs> That's crazy that they're gaslighting you so hard. On oh that. my God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, huge I, red flag. It was, yeah, it, was, it ended up not being that much, but it's again, since we were trying to figure out the, the, the catch, 
Um, and we were really anxious about that. Also having not looked at a whole lot of properties, um, that was just a point of anxiety through the whole process. And, and that little sign did not make it any better. No. Well, you know, we, we got through the inspection and, and the, the inspector noticed that there was like a little bit of, uh, around the, the top part of the threshold of the door, there was some soggy wood with this little moisture reading. He read a 47% moisture reading and we looked at the past weather. It hadn't rained in four days. So we thought, hmm, that's, that's pretty soggy wood for having not, not rained in 40 days. Um, so, you know, that leads to suspicion of, you know, some other leaks. So we were, it didn't scare us away because the amount that it would have uh, cost to replace that door and the masonry work behind there to fix a leak, if there was one, would have fallen on the HOA. So it wouldn't. It wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't yeah. a deal breaker for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think we at that point too knew that the space that you guys have is pretty rare, and mm. you know you start looking at even trying to pull comps and see if there's anything else that we maybe we could go take a showing on that's on the market, and there wasn't even anything else we could pull to compare it to. Then you kind of start seeing like, oh, we have a real, you know, something that's special. Um, besides the fact that like, I really do believe like, especially uptown with the new building that they have, that's not too like what a block ish away from you guys, two blocks, you're close to a lot of new development, new opportunities that are over there. Like we just believe in it a little bit more, I think. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. And what makes this space so unique for us is the really open floor plan and in uptown, you have a lot of rehabbed uh graystone homes um by the way i loved your post uh about uh graystone versus brownstone the other day oh that's because <laughs> that's because too george he asked yeah. the question on yeah. tiktok and i was like you know what that's actually a really good point because it's yeah the property material and not necessarily the style but yeah. you do have a lot of that in this kind of like northern area of, of the city because that area survived the fire so you see a lot of these homes that have just are a lot older than some of the historical parts of like lincoln park and lakeview yeah. um and so a lot smaller rooms smaller and layouts yeah. right smaller yeah rooms more chopped up no big open spaces yeah and that was really important to us yeah our yeah, last rental had that and it was fun to have people over Right. And I think too, like when we walked into this space, because it was such a big open living room into a dining room, into a massive kitchen. And then obviously again, that big deck, like it all just kind of like added up to like, oh, wow, this is yeah. like, yeah. It looked better to relax in the pictures. And yeah. That rarely happens. Yeah, yeah. That's really rare. That's awesome. Yeah. You guys, you did it. Yeah. 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 It's been great. Uh, and then, uh, then after the inspection, then we go into the attorney review process and, yeah. then, you know, things got a little sticky there. And I, I think it was, um, so our, our, uh, I, I, first off in choosing an attorney, my brother recommends you choose somebody who is really good at explaining things in your language so that you understand the, the legal implications of doing all this. Well, as a first time buyer, I think I would have appreciated not just that, but also a little bit more of, hey, is this standard or is this atypical? Because I, I don't have any experience going through this negotiation process. Yeah. And the standard form contract for offers has some weird stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Main one that really, that really stuck out for me was 
if you can't secure financing by these terms, by the, uh, I think it's the first commitment date, then the seller can go out and secure 30 year, a 30 year agreement on your behalf. That just seems absurd to me, mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's, that's in the that's the, that's in the standard language of the contract. And mm -hmm. so my attorney said, I think you're going to hate this. And when he explained it to me, I said, yes, I definitely do hate this. Uh, let's have that stricken in our negotiation process. Um, and he said that that's totally standard for it to be removed, but that ended up being the sticking point with the seller. Yeah. Well, and I think that, so in most deals, it's just taken off the record immediately because if let's say you guys couldn't get financing and then like with the lender that you wanted, you just would try to find in your own time, your own lender. The reason why that language is there is that it, it has it gives the seller some show of responsibility, some faith that like, okay, if they can't do this, we'll do some research. We'll try to find you a guy or girl that can like bring you the loan that you need in these terms that you need. Now, most of the time, again, this is just stricken from the record. It's a non point. You don't talk about it because we, the attorneys just take it off the clauses anyways. Yeah. Um, but these sellers were really wrapped up in this. And so then I had to have a call and a conversation with the listing agent and the listing agent then had to talk to his clients. And, you know, I think that two things happen. One, people are just ignorant when they don't like everyone's ignorant on real estate, right? You just don't know until you're doing something what it is. And so they needed it to be explained and broken down into layman's terms. But also, too, they needed exactly what you're saying. They needed somebody to say, hey, this is not normal. We take this off the record and that is standard. That taking it off the record is standard, but keeping it on is not normal. And it that those couple of days paired with all of the red flags yeah. and the water leak sign and you know why are they selling in five seconds like that's it really was it. within four four days. Yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a really I mean, I remember we were like talking. Um, first thing in the morning, early at night, uh, late at night too, because there was a lot to speculate on and you have to know like, okay, well, if this doesn't go our way, how do we get out? How do we save our earnest money? How do we like, you know, get out of this without it, like costing us more money. Right. Um, and that's the speculation. I feel like that's the worst fucking part, right? Like it really is. Yeah. That's when you start like wanting to eat your feelings and food because it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's also the point in time where on the other side of it, you're talking to your lender and they're giving, uh, then, then you're, you're finally being exposed to the list of closing costs yeah. as those are coming in and getting more clear. And by more clear, I mean, increasing every time <laughs> new, new line items get added to that list. Um, so it, that that's probably the most tense part of the process from my perspective. But it would like looking back, all of those anxieties, I, I none of them were that big. I just it was more that was just that we didn't know, and we don't yeah. know what we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you think? I mean, uh, how how do you think then you were able to kind of push through all that? I know in hindsight, this is all easy to talk about, and it ended up being not a big deal. But I know during those talks, it was very stressful. Right. Um, and I think you had a concussion too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. And then like, <laughs> that's right. Uh, at the end of that. Can I share that? Or do we, does that have to be stricken from the record? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, 
I, I will happily share this. So amidst all of this chaos, we go to an amazing wedding. Two of our lovely friends uh, uh, had a wedding at Adler Planetarium. At the very end of an awesome wedding, we just had a blast on the dance floor. We're all waiting for our Ubers at the end of that peninsula. You know how that is at Adler. Um, and, you know, when you have a few drunk people waiting for Ubers, we get a little, you know. What do you mean we? Okay, I did. I got bored. I got bored. And I was looking for things to do. I was minding my business, sitting on the stool. I see these. My rich pants, the fabric pants, the fabric to the money. Who doesn't? Post pandemic <laughs> wedding. Of course, you can rip pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fit. And then you decide to, like, oh, look, a railing. Let me just slide down it. Uh, yeah, yeah. The railing. So you slide down the railing. The first rail slide, I nailed it. I, it was like a, an oh, Olympic Steve. gold medal winning slide. And so then I thought, you know what? It. Because I because I crushed that, I'm gonna go up up the steps and go down the big one. Yeah. I got I got down, and all I remember is kind of losing balance, and then it all fades to black for me. But it comes back too, uh, with flashing lights, and then putting a neck brace on me, and I see everybody from the wedding um, gathered around me. Did you go in uh, an ambulance? We should. Yes. Yeah. And I went. I was in the emergency room for six hours with my pants. Yeah. Walking around the emergency room with my ass hanging out. <laughs> that should be the headline of this podcast. <laughs> Under contract and walking yeah. around the emergency Real room with the pants off. <laughs> and I was wearing bright red underwear. So like, it wasn't like, oh, maybe it's, you know, dark blue. No, it was bright red. Classy um, navy blue suit with a slit in the middle and bright red oh, underwear. And I'm sorry. Seam to seam. It was all the way up and all the way down. Well, I had to spend the night in the emergency room. Everyone's fine, but I doubt you were the weirdest one there based on my experience. So. Yeah, I'm sure you fit right in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you happen to go on a Saturday night at uh, Northwestern? No, I have. I have. That's not the one I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, it's so wild down there at Northwestern. That's what I thought I had meningitis. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, she didn't. She's fine. She's still alive. I slept weird. <laughs> so, okay, you're under contract. Then you also have this concussion. And uh, sorry, trying to put this He's back like, on I the tracks out. here. Yeah, thank you. Out. <laughs> and 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 when I when I when I told you about this, what what had happened? You said, you know what? You should probably you know tell um, uh, tell everybody, hey, this is gonna the timeline's a little off. I just had this medical uh, just bump my noggin uh we should slow this down and set expectations i should have taken your advice because the next day i'm looking at all this mortgage paperwork and i'm looking through the the, the contract review with my attorney and i have no idea how we got to this point i'm just trying to, <laughs> i had, i had, i was drawing pictures and diagrams okay so this date this happened uh i was it was it's very hard to to process yeah. real estate while you have it. We're doing a 20 year review and mind you, they give us the contract and they're, they're signing the contract on Friday. They text us on Tuesday saying, hey, are they going to pull the deal or are they going to, are they going to pull out the yeah. deal? And yeah, they so get that contract done and we're like, holy crap, it's been 24 hours and 24 business hours. And then we send them back the form only for them to take 72 hours plus, 72, 96 hours to complete their side of the contract and send it back. So I'm like, why are you making us hurry up? But yeah, y'all are taking y'all sleep time. Let's, let's yeah, there's it. always this 
kind of question of like, what is the speed in which response mm. should happen? And I think that for your deal, we did things in a very well executed time period. There should have been no stress on their end. We did everything we should have done in the right amount of time. The sellers got antsy because we're asking questions about like the water leak and asking questions, meaning we're doing our fucking due diligence, right? Like we're doing the things we need to do to purchase the property. We're not saying we're not purchasing the property. We're not giving any indicators that this is not for us. We're just asking questions. They get freaked out. Um, and they start pressuring you guys of like, when are you going to respond? When are you going to respond? Are you in or are you out? Um, and then that, with all the other red flags we yeah. talk about, sort of starts making you feel like, oh shit, I'm like being backed into a corner here. And, right. you know, concussion on top of that, reading mortgage <laughs> documents like sideways, you know, yeah, it was a very, I think it was a very stressful week. And by, I don't know, divine intervention, grace of God, like it all just kind of worked out. But the, the, I think the thing that got us through that two two things that got us through that. The first one is knowing that the property was worth so much more than what you were getting it for. So we had had a previous sell in the building that, you know, showed that, Hey, this property is worth where we have it at, even if let's say worst case scenario, they rip out the whole wall. Maybe there is a special assessment for a couple of grand or, you know, something like that. You're still at a place where you're not going to lose money on this. And as a realtor and your friend, that was really fucking important to me because when they're waving all these red flags and acting like a bunch of freaking lunatics over there, uh, it became kind of hard to just be like, okay, what's drama and what's the reality of this? Yeah, yeah that's really hard to parse out sometimes, I think, too. Because it because yeah, yeah, of yeah. how you feel versus what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's where like you bring in your knowledge of of uh, of, of these deals and your experience of selling these really helped. Because I would if I didn't have any sense of how things typically typically go, I probably would have backed out and regretted it for a while. <laughs> um, well, thanks for that. And, and then, yeah. And, and then on top of that, I think, you know, um, my attorney was explaining all the details very, very clearly and really defending my interest. But at the same time, um, I wanted, the, I wanted the deal and I didn't want any of these small details to like the tax proration, how we're going to share the, the taxes paid in arrears. You know, in the end, it would have been at most eight hundred dollars difference between, uh, I think, between fifteen or between 10%. ten and, and twenty. Sorry, one hundred ten percent and one hundred twenty percent. And I didn't want to lose the deal over that amount of money. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it, it takes a while, but you have to realize, hey, wait a minute. No, my my attorney's just trying to explain to me uh, all the mechanics of this contract and the, and the agreement we're, we're drafting up. He's not necessarily looking out for my interest, which is making the deal happen. So I need to tell my, <laughs> I need to tell my, uh, my attorney to stand down a little soldier. You know, we, we're going to, we're going to proceed, proceed mm-hmm. yeah. uh, with the deal. Um, well, and that's I mean, you, from. that's a very good point, Steve, because you think about the amount that you have for, to lose a deal. And like, if you're thinking about, okay, I'm going to spend a lot of money on a property and I'm going to have something that I'm going to comfortably be able to live in, 
you know, for many years to come, is it worth killing it over $800 or a couple of grand? And sometimes in the scheme of things, it's not. Okay. So let's cut to, you guys have closed on your property and you've, you haven't really moved in yet, but you get swept away into that HOA meeting. Yeah. Tell us the whole thing there. Well, um, it was, it was in the garage and everyone, it was a circle of camp chairs in, it almost looked like an AA meeting. It was hilarious to me. Um, like COVID safety? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They normally do it in the summertime. They'll do it on a rooftop. Yeah. Uh Um, and they'll have beverages and snacks, but I think it seemed like it's very last minute. Um, so it was just in the garage. Our invitation to it was last minute. So one one person had atten- um, that lives above us as the treasurer, and she she had heard us move in, uh, so she decided to knock on our door and let us know. Um, so I know it's last minute, but come down if you can. You'll meet everyone. We did, and and I I, I think our neighbors are pretty rad, and I th- I think the uh, the board is super organized. It sounds like they've made a lot of progress at cleaning the place up, uh, and we just hired a new property manager. So I guess the, the last guy was just incompetent and the, the new company was there representing what they're doing. So I feel like the, the building management is going up. Mm-hmm. Super happy about that. But then we got to talk in afterwards um, with, with uh, some folks and they said, you know, do you, they kind of asked some suspicious questions. Do you guys know about the Uptown neighborhood? Yeah. Do you, <laughs> are you familiar? You, do you know what's going on here? You realize that uh, we're on the border between two conflicting, two gang turf territories, like yeah. right there, territories. Thank you. Uh, and there's a little bit of crime, and they explained the, you know, the poop incident and how they had to clean that <laughs> up, or how, or you know, the man who doesn't like walking, wearing clothes while running around, um, and a couple shootings. And we've we've rented this area. We, we believe that it's getting, it's only gonna get better. We've already seen in the past five years, it's got a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we knew that, but I could definitely understand if you had kids, you'd have a very different feel. And I guess mm-hmm. the previous owners um, did not like any of that. And that was one of their main reasons for leaving. Yeah, that's what, we, that's what we gather, that's what we gather. So that was the catch. That was the catch that we were, we were sort of looking also, for the entire time. Also when we go on our rooftop, we see uh, a naked woman walking around her apartment. Oh, yeah. So we, so we were there for the it, like, showing. The was it the showing yeah, or the inspection? Both. Um, oh, both. Both. Um, yeah, she was just in, in her house, like walking around naked, which I got to say, I'm not the best. Uh, like, I'll, I'll sneak by a window <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Like, because like my place is so weird and I've got like such a big window. Sometimes I'll do it and I'm like, well, whatever no. <laughs> no somebody is somebody is definitely talking about me walking around naked in a podcast i'm sure of it <laughs> right now <laughs> it's chicago you don't wear clothes all the time yeah <laughs> not when you're home so that yeah we i forgot about that little moment of uh yeah welcome to the neighborhood here are my boobies <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, they were trying to warn you guys, but also I think they wanted to see your temperament because I think, you know, we talked after and I don't want to put any words in your mouth, but it sounded like they were the previous owners were just like complaining 
exacerbated by the area, had kids, just really couldn't deal with much of that's the city to me, right? right. Like that's, yeah. we had a sh horrible shootout over off of Milwaukee, right by my house over here. Um, like at 4.52 on a Tuesday, like, you know, I, you know, this is, I feel like this is what Chicago is right now. It sucks yeah. because I, I feel like it was better post pre-COVID. It's just gotten way yeah. rough, but yeah. so they were trying to see where you guys were at with the location also you're both like really tall muscular dudes like i don't know i feel like i think we're two we're we are two both big people and then we have dogs aside yeah right? your dogs are yeah, very yeah, healthy yeah. too yeah we have a pit bull and a uh a rhodesian ridgeback who oh. looks like a, a moose yeah yeah so like when we're walking around, I you know, I think it's still pretty safe. Yeah. Even though neither one of them will will save you from anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's the best. Did you figure out who yeah. put up the water leak sign? Did anyone? Yes. Oh. We did. We didn't inquire too much about it, to be honest. Right. But we know who did it. We know we know who lives in that apartment because we really inquire it. Um. One thing was uh, Siri wanted me to come out hand swinging with, especially, hey, what's this? What's these issues? So you kind of want to make right. a good first impression of HOE. Yeah, totally. So it was more like, hey, how's it going? And I think that they were getting mixed mixed, mixed feelings, but also excited feeling us out because they're like, ooh, a gay couple moved into the <laughs> Yeah, we're making it. That so, increases the property value. So, so we got, got <laughs> so they were happy, they <laughs> so the, it wasn't at the end it wasn't necessarily a warning sign no um i think it, we, we didn't talk about it explicitly we're going to uh soon but i, I think it pertains to the the water leak above the door yeah. Yeah. there's also which there's another unit in the front thing on the other side of the building that is experiencing the same thing we are yeah um and the hmh are, are helping out because i overheard them discussing that in the meeting yeah yeah so, so it almost might be like for the property manager to know where it's happening, yeah. which windows, yeah. Yeah, to try to fix yeah. everything at once. Well, and that's so common, such an like, yeah. issue. I, yeah. Water gets into places, you just have to, you know, address it and fix it. I feel like we're handy enough. We're not afraid of like home projects and stuff. Like, oh. I, I plan on- Yeah, you guys are so handy. They, <laughs> so we're not actually in front of the curtains anymore. We're actually in Bruges, yeah, in, um, Bruges. in my living room. <laughs> Um, but the curtains we were using for about a couple of months, like four or five months, yeah. we were actually working in front of the curtains. You guys hung in my bed, both my bedrooms. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Why aren't you guys filming in front of them anymore? Do they fall down? Um, no, 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 no. They're actually, they're so wonderful. Um, the, well, I think the reason why we switched out here was we were having, when we did the zoom ish, um, uh, meetings, even though I have like three different extensions going back to that back bedroom my space because this is that cable car style property yeah. it's very hard to have consistent internet and when we're recording these podcasts it became very difficult to keep the connection yeah. so we immediately had basically my couch is split into two sections right now and we're in the middle of my living room 
Oh, a little behind the scenes uh, yeah. reveal. Okay. How the magic happens. How it happens. <laughs> it's dysfunctional. <laughs> and, and since moving in as well, we've already replaced the, the faucet because the faucet had, had yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't fit, right? And then oh, that was also, frustrating. So lost our milk key before we were moving in. So that's a hard No, it turns out that, that I could have done this myself. All the, if hard. you lose a mail key, all you have to do is drill into the um, into the the lock, pop it out, and replace it, and then you got the new keys to the new lock. They oh. destroy the existing lock in order to replace get, it. Get out there. And if 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 I had known how it would been, how it was done, I could have done it maybe for uh, thirty bucks. But yeah. Um, you know, it was 115 for the guy. Damn, <laughs> hindsight, yeah. But you don't have to even involve the post office. We had to do this once and we were like, oh no, we don't have a mail delivery person. <laughs> like not a consistent one. So it's a thing I'm uh, kind of to do. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, you're very yeah. handy. So I knew that you'd be able to tackle all the projects and small and big. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, you guys, um, I'm so grateful you guys decided to do our podcast because I just love Thanks you both so much. Out. Thank you for doing this. And I can't wait to see the space tomorrow night. So yeah, yeah. yeah. congratulations. So Thank, you. Thank you so much for your help. You oh, No, it's my pleasure. It was so much fun. And in hindsight, to talk about these things, it's like, it was a journey for sure. And like, just seeing you guys there just brings tears to my eyes because it's just worth it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It means a lot. Yeah. And then in conclusion, we decided not to move out of state. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me in 18 months you need me to list this because then, yeah. and then people are going to be like, what the hell? Two owners have lasted for two seconds each time. <laughs> That's, they're going to cut to this is haunted. That's what they're going to think. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably this place is cursed. Yeah. Try to make it at least two years before you hit to head to Denver or we'll do like a rental or something. Yeah. I dig that. We'll, we'll be here five to seven years, I think. Yeah. And hopefully Uptown will, will flourish by then. We'll see. That's the bet. Fingers crossed. All right. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.